KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. We have heard a lot about how hot the housing market is overall. Wanted to get a feel for the Philadelphia area, how hot it is. Are there bubble concerns? Where is there high demand, low demand? We talk about all these things. Learn about the home demand index and more as we chat with Maria Quattrone. She is the owner and CEO of Maria Quattrone and Associates and Remax at Home in Center City. Interesting conversation. Give a listen. So the housing market is crazy right now, and I just wanted to kind of start with a simple question. Is there a housing bubble in the Philadelphia area? Absolutely not. There is not a housing bubble anytime soon. We're currently not at 1.3 months supply of inventory. Let me put that into perspective a little bit. Uh, a buyer's market is nine months. A seller's market is anything under five months. Currently, 1.3 months of inventory. That is That seems really tight. How did we get here? Is this all connected to the pandemic or are there bigger, longer forces at work? There's a lot of things. Um, back Go back to 2008. Builders back then stopped building. So they never built enough inventory to catch up with where they needed to be. That's one. Number two, something else happened during the financial crisis of 2008, around 2010 or so, when the when the government took back a lot of these FHA homes that were went into foreclosure, uh, VA loans, etc. Instead of them bringing those properties back to market as a home that a homeowner could buy, they packaged them up and they sold them off to very, very large investors off of Wall Street, like 10,000 homes at a time for pennies on the dollar, 10 cents on the dollar. And these homes are now rental homes. They no longer are owned by a homeowner. So that lower end of the market, that's why you're seeing such a tight demand and so much pressure uh, on the you know homes under three hundred thousand dollars because those properties are never they're not quite frankly they're never coming back to market. You know you're talking 10, 11 years ago, people smarter than me had to realize that. Has there been anything done to try to address that part of the market? Because I it seems I agree with you that those houses aren't coming back. But is the problem that in that vacuum nothing's been done to supplement that that inventory? I really don't think a lot of people know about it. It wasn't like they broadcasted it live. There is a book about it, um, House Wreckers. You can you can read all about the all, all about <laughs> all about the situation. But I don't think a lot of people really know about it. And I think it's hard to build a house that's say two hundred fifty thousand um, dollars, especially in our area. It doesn't make sense. The cost of land is too much. And the cost of construction is too much in order to deliver a product um, at that price point. So they can't even build at that price point. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. But, that, you know, and I, I, that's going to keep accelerating. Isn't it the problem where people can't find affordable housing and people keep making more money, more equity at the higher end. And we're just going to, yeah. And we're just going to see the gap widen, aren't we? No doubt. So in the, right now, I mean, right now I would say if you're a buyer and you're looking to buy, I would, 
you one, you got to be patient. Two, you got to be open-minded. And three, you can't give up because people will say, well, their homes are selling for more than asking price in some areas, especially like Northeast Philly, some of the suburban areas. Um, and they, if they're selling for more money now, if you look out 10 months from now, a year from now, most likely they're going to be worth more money than like they were since last year. So it's it's still cheaper to get in now <laughs> because if you look at 1.3 months supply of inventory, that's going to take a lot of inventory to come to the market for us to get into a normalized market, which is about six months worth of inventory. And you say a long time. Are we talking months, years, decades? I don't, I don't think that this is going to change for at least through uh, 2022. So are there areas, specific areas, and you kind of mentioned the Northeast, the suburbs, but drilling down a little deeper, are there specific areas, zip codes that are just in, insanely hot right now? Sure. So the index of being uh, 100, we have, you can look at like for in Bucks County, Richboro, um, in up on the main line, you have I'd say there's Wayne, Narberth, Ardmark. They're hot. They're in the 230 range and high. What does that mean? Is, when you talk about, give me, talk about that range, what that, those numbers Okay, are. great. So 100 is 100. That's, your, that's your, your point, right? Your even point. And then we have the areas where we have limited, slow, steady, moderate, and high. 50% of the market right now is in moderate and high. The center city area is in a steady market. We're about 94 index in most zip codes in center city. South Philly is a little bit slower. As you go out from there, you could see uh, in Wilmington, Delaware, very hot market. In New Jersey, the hot zip code there is Cherry Hill. In Bucks County, you have Richboro and Doylestown, Montgomery County, Ambler. So those, when I say hot, I'm talking about they're over 200 in the index. In Philadelphia County, Bustleton, Fox Chase, uh, Ronhurst, all those areas there, uh, Somerton, they're all in the over 200 index. Conversely, are there areas at the other end of the spectrum? We talked about Center City being moderate. Are there areas that there's availability and there's a, you might be able to get a lot for less than you think, kind of, you know, the other end? So you look at counties like Salem County, for example, in New Jersey, you have Camden, the city in Camden. There's no, there's very little demand in those areas. The demand's low. You have areas outside, like, Bridgeton and Cumberland County, very slow, very, very slow. Pen, uh, Pemberton, uh, Barrington, limited. So you go from slow to limited, to steady, to moderate, to high. High is 130 and over. The Philadelphia Metro Market Index right now is at 139 as a total market. So we're in a high demand. Now, once you break it out by zip code, you can see, how do you use this information? Well, if you're a buyer and you see that the zip code you want to buy in is high, you know that there's going to be a lot of offers. 
So it's strategy is super important right now to figure out what things you can do to make your offer much more powerful than somebody else's. So let's just say you're buying a house in one of these hot areas and everybody mostly is going to get inspection, although you see people waiving them. I don't recommend waiving an inspection. Uh, it calls for sometimes down the line future liability that I don't want to be any part of. So I don't suggest that. But I said, you know what? We know that there's going to be a light switch that doesn't work, a GCI outlet that's off. Those are little items. Let's just do the inspection on the major things, structural inspection, HVAC, electric, uh, roof, and keep it at that. Other things. Well, if all the offers are equal and you give, you say to the to seller, I'm going to give you $5,000 up front. Here's my $5,000 above what everybody else is doing. And if I don't buy the house after the inspection, you get to keep my $5,000. So some non-refundable money. If you know you want this house and unless it's falling down, you're not the only reason to not buy it unless it's falling down. There's not a lot of risk in that. But this is all things for strategy to talk about how you can get a house in the neighborhood that you want to be in and figuring out little things that you can do because it the devil's in the detail right now. And working with the market expert is extremely important. The days of my sisters are a realtor, my friend, my mother, my brother, they only do a couple of transactions a year, the neighbor next door. You do not want to go that route. You need to have an expert advisor on your side who knows how to strategize. So there's, it's a lot more fast paced. I hate saying it's a seller's market, buyer's market. It's a very fast moving market and you need to have strategy behind anything you're going to do. In addition to that, if you're looking at a zip code that's slow, uh, which is anything that's indexed from 70 to 89 is slow. You might say, well, maybe I can invest here. Maybe I can get a better deal here. Maybe I can offer a lesser offer than asking price. If you extrapolate all of the whole Philadelphia metro market, homes are selling at 101.9% of asking right now. That's because some are selling 120% of asking and some are selling you know, 93% of asking but it's 101.9% for the month of June. So you could use that information to saying, well, maybe I can get a better, a better deal. Maybe I can buy investment property here, things like that. You really need to look at every neighborhood and every circumstance as it stands on its own. And there is not one size fits all in this marketplace. Yeah, that was gonna be my next question is, so much goes into a home. It's obviously the house, but it's the neighborhood. It's the school system. It's a lot you know, when you're deciding, but with the market like this, with you mentioned 20 offers on a house in this zip code over time, could we see this spill to where some of these slower areas, people to your point of investing or, or moving there, could you start to see those get hotter just because people that can't get in over here in X think, well, I can get here and why and set up shop here. And then it just starts to, you know, move that direction. I think that it depends. Um, it depends. Some of the areas that are really slow are more rural areas and they generally are slow. It depends where, like in our marketplace, I would say 
something, somebody might be living in Center City and want to move to Chestnut Hill or to Ardmore, and they might have a perfectly fine house in Center City, and they might just give up because every house they put an offer in, they didn't get, even though they offered more than asking price. So I think you'll see some people who did want to make a move from certain locations into a completely different neighborhood, and they may not make that move at all. Are there certain areas you think that price-wise are just kind of out of whack and maybe not a bubble, but there needs there will eventually be some market correction? I think Northeast Philly prices are very high. I think in a lot of uh, the mainline towns, prices are very high, Delaware County. Um, homes that the hottest uh, pricing of homes, it's a most demand is single family homes, 485,000 and up. I think that that segment may be some correction along the way because you're seeing properties, for example, large uh, single family homes in West Mount area that have sold for 10, 12% over asking price. I'm talking like $1.5 million, not, you know, $300,000 homes. You look at the numbers a year ago, they wouldn't, they're up at least 20% from a year ago. At least that's just one neighborhood. In your career doing this is what the time we're in right now, unprecedented. Have you ever seen the market set up like this? I have not. However, the last time I remember it being like this, but I don't know from the inside because it wasn't in real estate in 2002, but I know that it was crazy because I did sell a property then and it made a lot of money from, from when I bought it two years ago, two years before that. To, uh, to, and I sold it two years later and I bought it for 108, a condo in Washington Square West and I sold it for 220 in two years. So that's kind of crazy, right? That's a lot. That's a big increase. That's <laughs> a big increase. But there has not been in the last, uh, since then, at minimum, these kinds of things happen about every 20 years or so. So we're almost on schedule. We are on schedule. Yeah. We're on uh, schedule. And I just wanted to, I'm fascinated about the the numbers. You know, what is, you explain to me what, you know, what's cold, what's what's hot and, and stuff like that. What is that? Is that based purely on supply and demand? Is it based on, does it work in, how are those ratings determined, I guess? What kind of the factors are going that, that spit out that zip, this, uh, this zip code is at 131? How many buyers are in the market for it? Okay. So if the demand is at 100, that means it's a pretty even as the demand goes up, there's more buyers and less supply. So if you're looking at the index, uh, right now, it's insane. The highest pricing or index right now, it goes all the way down to, believe it or not, the limited section goes down to 16. But the average ones in limited are in like the 40s, 50s, 60s. And then if you look at like the highest ones, you're in the 250 range. What's the highest? Is there a ceiling that- 245 right now, but last week it was 255. So 
And that was a, a NASIP code dropped to another, uh, their index dropped about 20. Does the, the went to in, about 220. Does the index go zero to 300? Like, is there a no, set the index or it can go, did, it can go to a million if it could go to 500. Okay. But right now it's at 245. How, and I guess this changes neighborhood to neighborhood, zip code to zip code. But from a daily, weekly basis, how volatile are these? Do you see areas go from average to hot over the course of a weekend? Or is it pretty much, you know, for the most part, they stay in the same general area for a relatively lengthy amount of time? So this new uh, report that we look at is pretty new. And I would say that the majority of the same zip codes are in the same hotness. Because you got to imagine, if you're getting 20 or 30 offers on something, that means there's, there's 20 or 30 more people vying for the same property. If there's only 1.3 months of inventory, that's very bad. Very, very, very bad. Because that means that a second that comes on the market, there's going, we know there's going to be multiple offers. So from our standpoint, we want to get the best offer for the seller, which means what are the best terms? It's not always money. Is there an appraisal? Uh, if, if it's contingent on appraisal and it's that price they're offering is more money than another offer that doesn't have a contingency appraisal, the one without the con appraisal contingency is a better offer. Because if it doesn't appraise and it's listed for 260 and they offer 280 and it doesn't appraise, the deal's not going to happen. But if somebody offers 270 with no appraisal, that 270 offer is a better offer. Chances of it going through are much higher than one with an appraisal. But the appraisals, you know, will start to catch up. So we have to watch it, the market. It's very volatile. Uh, we don't live in a vacuum and we have to watch every day what's going pending, uh, what's closing, what's new to the market. You know, not everything is selling like that, though. We have properties uh, in the Center City area that, you know, they're taking 30, 40, 50 days, 60 days to sell because it's a steady market. There's less risk involved in a steady market. These ones that are high, it's, it's, it's risky. You could really be overpaying, but... Here's the thing. It's your house. And if you need to move somewhere and you need your family in a bigger space, there's something about, you know, peace of mind and other things that are more important than just only money. And if you plan to stay there a long time, 20 years, 10 years, 15 years, it, it doesn't really matter. What matters is that, is this the home uh, that is right for you and your family? And that's what we try to guide our clients with and understanding, you know, their goals. If they say, listen, this is my first time home. I'm only going to be here a couple of years. I might advise against buying in one of those areas that's really hot that you're going to pay top dollar for right now that you could have bought for $50,000 less six months ago. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.